How's it guys? My name is Mark Haystack and I'm the co-host of the Birding Life Youth Podcast. This week's guest, Tristan Nordia, is a returning guest speaker and also one of the Birding Life's ambassadors. So Tristan, welcome back to the Birding Life Youth Podcast. How's it Mark? Thank you for having me. Cool bananas. <laughs> and just for those who haven't heard about you from the previous podcast, Where's your home turf and where do you do most of your birding? Yes, so I'm based in the greater Durban area. Most of the birding is done locally, so areas close by such as Peter Maritzburg. Um, There's local nature reserves we often go to, just quick short trips. Okay, Um, have you been on any recent birding adventures around KZN lately? Uh, Yes, so the latest one was the... Mega, the buff-breasted sandpiper that pitched up at Mpempe Pan. We decided at 8 in the morning that we were going to leave and drive the three-hour drive to Mpempe in Zululand. Got there around lunchtime. Had around a three-hour wait until we actually uh, located the bird. So, yeah. Okay, well, it was obviously worth it. (laughs) Oh, most definitely. Yeah, lacquer. No, that's such a flippin' cool bird to see, I mean. Um, <laughs> just referring back to the one that Justin and I found, uh, it's, yo, I mean, we didn't have the long wait, but I mean, the I'm sure like the feeling of seeing it was the same because it's like such a cool like rarity to see. But I was very surprised when I saw the report come out that there's a buff-breasted sandpiper in case, and I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> For sure. And um, have you done any other Zululand birding? Yes, so at the beginning of the year we went up to Pongola Nature Reserve for a weekend. So there were good birds such as Montague's Harrier and Step Eagle that were being seen around. So those were the main ones we went for. We uh, left the Friday, uh, stayed the night, went birding Saturday. We got Montague's Harrier within the first few hours. Unfortunately dipped on the Step Eagle. And also got Harlequin quail, which happened to be my 500th bird for Southern Africa. Gee, that's pretty cool milestone. And roundabout, when was that? Wow, that was on like a loop road near the dam. There were quite a few calling and one ran into the road and we flushed or basically flushed off of the road. Uh, okay, well, I actually asked when was that, but that works too. <laughs> About three or four weeks ago. Okay, so pretty recent. Now that's cool. Now, probably the coolest thing in this podcast for me is your first pelagic you did recently when you went with Adam Crickshank and you guys were guided by the rock jumper guide, David Hodenot, I believe. Tell us a bit about that. How did that go? Yeah, so it was pretty exciting, of course, my first pelagic. So I don't know what was waiting for me out there. We left home like five in the morning, got there, up was five. The boats left at six. There were about a total of eight people, including the skipper and the guide, David Hoddynott, one of the rock jumper guiding tours. We had a, about a 45-minute drive out to the chum point, about 35 k's out. It was a slow start. I mean, the first trawler, there was nothing, which was very surprising to David, as he said there was probably the First and only time he's been to a trawler without seeing any birds. And then from there it started to pick up. We got Corey Shearwater, 
and further along the way European Storm Petrol and then we spotted our next trawler which we traveled on towards and we got things such as white and petrol, Indian yellow-nosed albatross, flesh-footed shearwater and Wilson storm petrel, brown skier, all those interesting birds. Sure, that's pretty cool. I mean, I also did my first pelagic very recently. And I mean, the birds you listed there are like basically the ones I saw as well only. And they're like pretty common birds. But you know, like your first pelagic, when you go out there, it's like a whole new spectrum and world of birds. I mean, even though they're like common birds, it's like such a cool thing to witness this different almost world of birds so i can relate definitely yeah it amazed me the storm petrels are like swallow sized and yet they live out deep sea with all those winds and storms yeah they're like tiny i wonder how they like just don't get crushed i mean how far do they fly over the ocean to live their life i don't i never even saw one land and roost in the water which i don't think they actually do so they're probably like swifts and live on the wing and what were the lifers you got on that trip? <laughs> all the birds, so all the ones I mentioned. So we got seven birds in total, which were Wilson storm petrel, European storm petrel, brown skier, Cory shearwater, Indian yellow-nosed albatross, flesh-footed shearwater. That's really cool. Yo, is the flesh-footed a common one around there? I remember when I saw one on the pelagic here out of Nisner, it was quite a a lack of sighting to to have in this area yeah it's not the commonest bird i think we only saw about two of them out there okay no that's more than we did we did <laughs> now you say you went with the rock jumper guide david hodenot and you've been on a couple of other guided bird birding outings with rock jumper guides in the past um in and around kzn who were the guides you went with and where did you go in search of birds yes i have indeed so in Kaiserdin, I've been to Darvel, uh, Wastewater, Sand uh, Works, whatever it's called. Uh, we did a local tour around there. It was David Hoddynott, Glenn Valentine, Andre Burnin, and Doug McCulloch. And very informative, know their birds well. All great, they like, it's unbelievable. I mean, a bird will fly past, I didn't even see what it was, and they would have identified it already so we got specials such as red face sticular and cape shoveler which is quite nice for the area and of course there's other things such as redded quilia um green sandpiper to be seen and spotted crake if you're lucky okay that's pretty cool and where were the places you went to with them so Darvel is one of them, that's based in Peter Maritzburg, so like a 45-50k drive from Durban, not too far. And then about last year, we went on a weekend trip with them to Vakastrum in Pumalanga, just on the border of KZN, four specials up there. We left the Friday, got there, and the tour started on Saturday, so... Got there to, there's a bridge over wetland there. We got there early in the morning, still dark, misty, cold. Uh, we got little bits in red-chested fluff-tail. We heard calling all over the place. And another great thing to see was spotted-necked otter. Oh, an otter. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I was thinking for a second, 
what what bird is that let me just reprocess i was like oh it's an otter no but that's pretty cool yeah uh down here we get the yeah. cape clawless otter so i wasn't familiar with that name yeah i'm yet to see one of those as well yeah no that's cool yeah we'll, we'll get one when you come down here <laughs> <laughs> most definitely how many lifers did that trip add to your list 17 one seven lifers gee now oh, that's lacquer. That's something yeah. you don't get every day. <laughs> yep. Yeah, many specials. And do you keep a provincial list? I do indeed. And what's it on? Currently it's on 481. Jeepers. That's lacquer. For, for KZN? For KZN, yes. And what are your most recent birds? Most recent birds, grated flycatcher and grey pendulanted. And what's your Southern African list on now? Currently, I'm on 510 after the buff-breasted sandpiper twitch. Gee, lucky. That's a really cool... That's almost 510, and you could actually say is a benchmark. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's a really cool species to get is 510. Yeah, well done. Um, I'm quite a bit behind. I'm just under 500, so... <laughs> yeah, I'll get there one day. You'll get there soon. You'll get there quick. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, where are some of the other places you've gone birding that up to your numbers on your list a bit? Yeah, so obviously uh, Wackerstrom was one, probably the best place I got the most lifers. Things such as Rudd's Lark, Yellow-Breasted Pippet, Boater's Lark. We've been to Kruger. So there, at that time, things like Yellow-Billed Hornbill, Red-Billed Hornbill, Grey Hornbill, Birchall Starling, Jacobin Cuckoo, Levalian's Cuckoo, those were all lifers for me. Got about 10 that I can remember. Uh, in the camps, brown-headed parents were quite frequent, which was nice. I was about 12 at that stage, so I don't remember much. Okay, and uh, are there any other places in the Southern African sub-region you've been to? Yes, I've been to Khalakhadi Transfrontier Park in Northern that's, Cape. That's got to be a highlight. For sure. There were so many brilliant birds, such as Pygmy Falcon. I uh, first thought it was a common fiscal and I saw it, it tricked me. Yeah, <laughs> same here. <laughs> what were some of the highlights you got in Khalakhari? Yeah, so obviously, Crimson Breasted Shrike, Pale Chanting Goswalk, Giant Eagle Owl, Veru's Eagle Owl now. Lots of things. I mean, we did three night drives there. And now this was a funny story. So it started off with the last night drive. We were busy driving and it was a lady guide. And she pointed out an animal on the road and said there's a black-backed jackal. So I said no, it was a bat-eared fox. And we had a long, not long argument, which a uh, little argument. When we got closer, it was a bat-eared fox. So she said, okay, no, take over the game drive. You're now the tour. So she gave me the mark. And yeah, uh, a few people, tourists on board. And I took them around, which was quite an adventure. That sounds pretty cool and like must have been quite adventurous because what age were you then? Wow. Um, oh, nine. Jeepers. And you led the guide. Yes, I did indeed. That's pretty cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I went to Khalakhari in 2019 with my friend and we stayed at a couple of the camps and then the last night we were staying at Tuerafiren and uh, we thought, you know, let's just spend the last few hours of our trip here um as best as we can so we're walking around at midnight along the fence scanning with our spotlights and then we yeah. we're walking along the fence and we found this like taped off construction site or something so we went we went closer 
and it was a new bird hide that had just been finished by the looks. So, I mean, the, the tape had fallen off, so we weren't like trespassing or anything like that, um, we don't think. But we went inside and had a look and sussed it out, and like right in front of the bird hide, there was a water hole, so we saw some animals come. But uh, we're like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Never knew there was a bird hide at Twitter Feeden. Um, at least I think it was Twitter Feeden. And um, so we left the next day, and um, Justin, my friend who I went with, checks a message on Khalakhari sightings saying, yeah. new, new bird hide opened up at Twitter Feeden. Now, I think it was Twitter Feeden. So it had opened up on the day we left for public access. And that night. Yeah which was at like after 12, so technically it was that day. We weren't trespassing. Um, we were yeah. the first people to actually go into that bird hide, like probably the first birders to to yeah. say, I've been in that bird hide. So it was kind of like a, a proud moment. Yours, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now your other interest is herping along with some of your other birding friends in the area. I know a couple of the birders slash herpers I follow on Instagram that uh, you friends with, what is herping and where have you gone with your birding mates? Okay, so herping is basically a terminology for looking for reptiles and amphibians, such as lifting up rocks, logs, anything where they'll be hiding, and finding whatever you can and photographing it and then releasing it. Yeah, um, I've been, so the most recent trip was probably to Harding with some of my friends, Zach Simpson and Declan Yodan. Went to Zach's farm and he showed us around areas. So obviously, while we're birding, we also try to get some herping and so finding other critters. Yeah. Uh, I think notable species we got were probably Drakensberg, Crag Lizard, Southern Rockagama and Spotted Scarpsteaker. Okay, lucky man. It sounds like it's a pretty cool thing to do alongside with birding and like the two work quite well together. Well, you have to know your snakes and stuff properly so you don't pick up the wrong thing and lose a finger or your life. Yeah, with some birds it's like that as well. I mean like those canaries can be pretty vicious <laughs> when when they bull when their bulls get too close to your fingers. Okay, well guys make sure to follow Tristan and Rock Jumper Guides on Instagram. They post some really cool photos about birds and, I guess, um, lizards and snakes as well. But uh, thanks for the chat, Tristan. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I've had such a great time talking to you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Great to have you on the show again. Thanks. Happy birding, Tristan. Yeah, thanks. You too.